Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Your Pet Business Content Your Way podcast. This is the final episode of season one of the podcast, and this show is for you if you are looking to promote your pet business online in a way that feels right, feels good, and even can be something that you actually enjoy. So I'm Rachel Spencer, and I help people working with animals in lots of different capacities, from product makers to service providers, let go of the things they feel they should be doing and focus on the things that they want to do. And I really believe if you're promoting your business in your own way, you're going to feel more comfortable talking about the work that you do, meaning you reach more people and make more of an impact. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of pressing pause. And the reason why that is, is because I'm pressing pause on this podcast. Um, I'm recording this. It's October the 5th. This final episode will be going out on the 10th of October. And I'm going to be taking a bit of a break. And with my old podcast, I used to record every week and come rain, shine, no matter what drama was going on in my life, I would have a podcast that went out. I decided earlier on this year that I would um, make a change and go to seasonal podcasts. And I think it's really important that you think about pressing pause as well, giving yourself a bit of a break when you need it. So it's the final episode of series one. We will be back in November and I'm going to be kicking off with a episode about setting your pet business up for success this Christmas and getting your pet business content ready for the holidays. So today we're going to be talking about the power of the pause. And I got this idea. Um, I'm if you are if you're a regular listener, you'll know that this time last year I qualified as a coach. So I did a coaching qualification um, with the ILM. I got the ILM level five accreditation in coaching and mentoring, and it was a lot of work. Uh, but I passed it about this time last year, and as part of that, I, I did that that qualification basically because I wanted to get better at coaching. I knew that I could talk to people about how to raise their profile, how to get publicity. And that was the name of my old podcast, Publicity for Pet Businesses. But I wanted to get better at coaching and I wanted to understand a little bit more about how to help people, how to support people and how to really bring out the best in people. So as part of that, I did the coaching accreditation and passed. It was quite a lot of work, but I did it. And as part of that, as the follow-up, I decided to join my lovely coaching trainer, Claire Bradshaw's Consciously Connected Coaching Collective. And what happens there is every month we have a workshop and we work, we learn about loads of different things. But in one of them, it, we were talking about, um, we were talking about lots of different things, but in the session, it was about the power of the pause. Um, and I'm going to talk about that, what it gives, if you're a coach, and a coach can be in loads of different capacities. If you're like a dog trainer, you you are a coach, aren't you? Um, but what have, having a pause, what an actual physical pause gives a coach? Let's say you're in a session and you're talking about a particular topic. Is it gives you, the coach, time to reflect and compose yourself? Um, it helps you compose maybe your next question. And also, if you're working with a client, this might be you as a coach or as a dog trainer or whatever it is that you do. Sometimes taking that pause can help you recognize the impact that you're having on your client and their experience and it also helps you honor their emotions as well so if you are like coaching somebody or working with somebody um, and they're sharing something kind of quite quite significant quite profound sometimes just taking a step back and being quiet helps you kind of recognize that and honor that doesn't it what it gives to the client is it gives them space to think so Quite often, my clients will come to coaching sessions with me or mentoring sessions, however you want to look at it. I'm mainly, I do a bit of a blend of coaching and mentoring. So I'm not telling people what to do. I'm helping them discover what's the way to move forward. But because I work with a 
with quite a niche topic and helping people uh, with visibility and publicity, quite often they will come to me and they will want answers. They'll want to know how to write a press release or they'll want to know if their story idea is any good. And as a mentor, I will say, yeah, I'll give them guidance. But I am trying to bring more coaching in. So that's where you kind of come up with the way to move forward yourself and I just guide you. Anyway, slightly off topic. But if you're a client, what that pause gives you is if you've come to the session, you're talking at a million miles an hour about what's been going on in your life, maybe something's happened, maybe you're looking to make a big decision in your pet business, you tend to blurt it all out as I just have done at that speed at a million miles an hour where you're like, blah, 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 blah. I've got all of these things going on in my head, I need to get them out. And then quite often we will have, at the end of that blurt, we will have a pause. And what that gives the client is space to think. So they've they've offloaded everything they need to talk about. And then they have that time, that space to think about what it is that they need to do, what it is that they need in that moment as well. And having that pause as a client gives you the gives the client the opportunity to kind of break the habit, get off the treadmill, break the habit of going at a million miles an hour, get off the treadmill of all of the different things that you're doing, all the things that you've got in your head. And it's also taking that pause. I mean, actually having the coaching session sometimes is a pause um, because, you know, you might be working really, really hard in your business and even just having that time to talk is an opportunity to pause. Um, but that's an opportunity for you to explore what is going on in your world in more depth and also to see see things as they really are. Often being in a coaching environment, taking that pause um, helps you get out of your own head and see, you know, see what the reality is. For example, like one. One of the topics I work with people with a lot is like comparisonitis, also a bit of copying as well. Um, and, you know, if somebody's working with me on comparisonitis, they might be, you know, they might be a pet professional and they might be looking at other people around them. They might be looking at other people who are further ahead or who they, they feel more qualified or who may be, may be charging more money or who may be going on social media and talking about how brilliant they are. And they might be comparing them to that. And quite often, um, it's a really good opportunity to take that pause and look at the reality. So I could compare myself to people who've been working with small businesses and they might have been working with small businesses and have really successful memberships, but they might have been doing it for 15 years, whereas I've only been doing it for five years. So if I take a step back and think, oh, I should be as good as this person, and actually I have that time and that pause and think, actually, they've been doing it for 15 years, I've only been doing it for four, going up to coming up to five Look, having that time to pause and look at the reality will make me feel, will help me with that comparison. I just help me over, overcome that, that that sticking thing that is holding me back. Let's say if I'm working with somebody who's feeling really overwhelmed, they've got loads going on, they're really stressed, they're really worried that people might let them down, they're really worried that things are going to go wrong. What we will do in that pause is we'll look at all the different things that they've got going on. Maybe they do think things might go wrong. Maybe they are catastrophizing. What we'll do then is like look for the evidence. How do you know that this launch is going to go wrong? How do you know that this thing that you've created isn't going to work? Like what is the evidence? And the evidence might be, let's say you've created an online program and you're thinking, oh my gosh, no one's going to buy it. Well, the evidence might be, has anybody told you that they want this program? Because if they have, then that's going to give you the reassurance that it's going to, you know, you're giving people what they want. So that's a little bit about the power of pausing coaching. I've gone off on a little bit of a tangent here because we are supposed to be talking about your pet business content your way, aren't we? But actually, I think it's quite useful to give you a bit of an insight into like what's you know what it's like when I work with my coaching clients, because you'll probably see some parallels there with what you do, no matter what you do in your business. But 
We're here to talk about content, aren't we? So let's talk about the power of pause in content. And thank you, Claire Bradshaw, as always, for giving me um, this direction to go in, really, because whenever I do any of Claire's calls, I always get loads of value out of it. So if you're listening, thank you very much. So let's talk about the power of pause in content. So I'm taking this break um, from the podcast for probably four weeks, maybe six, to have a little bit of time off to think about like the first reason I'm doing it is because I need to have that space to think about what's next so this podcast is all about your pet business content your way I'm going to share like what we've covered in this series um and I want to have a think about what's next I've got some really brilliant guests lined up who I'm really really excited to talk about um and to talk to and to share their insights um so I'm going to be taking time to prepare and do those interviews and get them ready um, rather than playing catch up and being really frantic every Tuesday morning getting the podcast out, which is what I've been like so far. Um, it's going to give me space to take a breath as well. So bear in mind, every episode of this podcast, and I know some of you listening will have a podcast, so you'll get this, but every episode takes at least four hours. Sometimes it's a lot longer. I might be preparing, I might be setting up an interview, I might be preparing questions, I might be having, I might have a pre-podcast call with a guest. I've had one of those this week with somebody who I know you're going to love what she has to share. I might be like chasing a guest for ages, like one guest who I hopefully have coming on. I've been wanting to talk to her for actually for two years. So these are the kind of things that, um, having a bit of a pause will help me with so yeah pause to take a breath as I say each episode takes about four hours for me to record um upload onto my website do the show notes for put the timestamps on I then upload the audio onto Captivate I then write some content for Captivate link it all up to my website have something on both platforms then I promote it I send out an email to my um, subscribers on my newsletter I share it in my Facebook group the Your Pet Business Content Your Way community share it on all the other social media platforms and I will share multiple posts about it so you can see it does take quite a lot of time so like I say even if I do like a very um a very like low estimate of the time it takes me for say it takes me four hours and that's going to be two days a month I'm going to get back which I'm quite looking forward to having because I've got other things that I want to be working on um and I guess my message here is it's okay to step off the treadmill um and if you need to take a pause with anything that you're doing particularly with content things like podcasts blogs youtube videos whatever it is that you do um, it's okay to have a bit of a break the other thing that will particularly if you are a if you produce a lot of long-form content if you as I used to do, put pressure on yourself to put something out every week and then you want to take a break, but you feel guilty about it, you worry that people might think badly of you if, if you do that, then bear in mind, you're going to have a library of stuff that you can share in that interim. So I've been thinking about what to do with the podcast and what to do in between um, in between these two seasons. And what I think I'm going to do is do like different edits. So I'm going to send out an email on a Tuesday and I will do like I would do normally with a podcast, but I'm going to do like a content marketing edit and do a mindset edit. I'm going to do a publicity edit. I might do a few other ones. Um, so I'm going to bring together episodes that I've already created and share those with people because I've got nearly 200 episodes and blog posts as well that are sitting there um, that I don't promote all the time I only promote the most recent one so actually it's a good opportunity for me to dig into what I've already created and share that again because people who've just come into my community or who've you know who I've only recently made contact with may not have listened to podcasts that I created three years ago um, and then the other thing that I can do as well is I can 
look into the dig into the data and see what's working what listeners are finding helpful and do more of that so for example like last week's podcast episode i'm recording this on thursday the podcast i put out on tuesday the 3rd of october was with a brilliant lady called jane arden that was really well received and it was a very honest episode um and she just shared a lot of wisdom in there um and i knew i knew it would go down really well and it's really different to what i used to do i used to do a lot of how-to stuff and I, i will still do that um but with guests i've really enjoyed um having some very kind of frank and honest conversations um, over the past over the past season, really, about what works and what doesn't. Um, so yeah, I want to improve the podcast this season. I really wanted to get better at podcasting. I hope it has come through because I have been working harder on my podcasts. Um, I plan my episodes more. Some of them have been scripted. It feels a bit weird scripting one, but um, I've done it and it kind of works. And it also means that I get everything out there that I want to share, whereas. Often I'll just write notes. This episode is is just notes. It's not scripted. Um, And I don't get all the information that I want in there sometimes. Um, But I've got, I I feel like I have tried to get better at podcasting. Um, I've changed the name. I've changed the direction. Um, I've changed it from publicity for pet businesses to your pet business content your way, because that was the direction I was moving in, away from purely working with people on press coverage to more around um, mindset helping people feel more comfortable and confident putting themselves out there, more around content marketing, social media, core content, um, touch of email marketing. That's how, that's where I'm working with my clients on. Still work with people getting press coverage, but my membership, for example, is around visibility rather than press coverage now. Um, I invested in Riverside, which is a recording platform. It's really good. Um, There was a podcast a few weeks ago with a brilliant lady called Hayley Hilton, um, where I was able to use a video um, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting my head around that. Like, again, I, I just want to be improving. Um, I've also done more episodes that have been closer to thought leadership um, and sharing things around trends, um, sharing things around things that are happening in the industry, sharing things around topics that I feel are really important. And I've tried to be more brave and more bold in the topics that I've tackled. For example, um, during the summer, there was a story um, around um, a dog training organisation. I'll link to it in the show notes. Don't want to keep raising it, really, because it's, you know, I really care about the people who, who are involved in this. Um, but that took a lot of research and a lot of a lot of um, fact checking and things to put that episode out. It took that was a, took a long time. But. I really wanted to speak out for people who have been affected by that. And I felt that the podcast was a platform to do that. And that was well received. Um, so that was a podcast, that I, you know, I feel really is different to what I used to do. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I did one about the roller coaster of being a small business owner. Again, this was responding to what I felt people needed and what I was having conversations with and what I was hearing. And I just had that feeling that people needed some reassurance that it's okay that your business does not go on an upward trajectory all, the, all of the time. It's okay if you have peaks and troughs and, you know, some weeks you have good weeks, some days you have good days. You can go from like a brilliant, from hero to zero in like an hour, can't you? So I wanted to talk about the roller coaster of being a small business owner. And part of that was doing a lot of research into the reality of running a small business and kind of calling out the BS that we see online really about um, how easy it is and how you just go from, putting a Facebook post out and making six figures, which is just a load of old rubbish, isn't it? Um, and then again, when I've been looking at the guests for this podcast, I've wanted to make it 
really strong, really relevant and responding to what I feel people need. I don't want, when people come on here as a guest, and if you are thinking of pitching, um, I hope this is going to be helpful. It's really important if you're pitching to me or any other podcast listener to not make it about you. So it's not self-serving. Um, I'm going to put an episode, I'm going to link to an episode in the show notes about something called the trust equation. And that, that covers this in more detail. Uh, the trust equation is a, basically, well, I'll link to the episode because I don't want to go on about it here, but it touches on like not being self-serving and thinking about other people. So if you are pitching as a podcast guest, you've got to be thinking about like, what are you going to give to their, their listeners? You're not going on there to talk about you. Obviously you will do, but you're not going on there to talk about your brilliant biscuits or your brilliant dog training app or whatever it is that you do. You are going on there to that podcast host wants to give their listeners something valuable and something useful. So if you're pitching, think about like, how are you going to bring value to their listeners and give them something that's going to be helpful? Um, so yeah, so when I've been, you know, when I've been talking to my guests, I've been really mindful of that. So I spoke to Kerry Jordan. Hers was about building a community around your business and growing it that way um, and how she really kind of nurtures her community and builds really strong relationships with pet businesses. She's a commercial photographer for the pet industry. So she's all about relationship building and how she was talking about how she does that why she does that, how she goes about that. And I know that this is really valuable for other people um, who, you know, who might be starting out and who might be finding it a little bit daunting because they're not getting yeses straight away. Actually, relationship building is all part of, um, of building and growing your business. Then I spoke to Hayley, Hayley Bonick from Handmade by Hayley. Hayley, I spoke to her because I know that she um, she is, Hayley's brilliant, right? So Hayley has got a full-time job, but she's got a pet product business and she makes accessories and she works really hard. She goes to shows, works really hard at the shows, puts loads of passion into her products. As, you know, everybody does who has a pet products. Um, but what Hayley does differently is she kind of does things her way and she steps away from the com- computer and she has a really good um, relationship with people, people around her. Like she's in Flyball and she was talking about how stepping away from the computer and doing things the traditional way has helped her to grow and she makes a lot of bespoke products and that kind of thing so I enjoyed talking to Hayley about that and again like the message behind her podcast episode was about you don't have to do things because everybody says you've got pet product business you've got to do all these things on social media you don't actually have to do that there are different ways for you to go about that um then I spoke to Sarah Jones from My Anxious Dog um Sarah I've been working really closely with for coming up to three years now um she makes yellow space awareness products i've loved being with sarah and watching her grow and i know um we first met like five years ago um she's been through a lot her husband her husband had a really terrifying and um serious cycling accident um a few years ago and that really obviously impacted on her you know, and her family and her business and everything. It's been really hard, but seeing her grow has just been amazing. So her episode was all about having the confidence to step out of your comfort zone. But we also talked about, you know, adversity and what happens when really, really tough things happen um, and how you navigate that as a business owner. Um, So again, really valuable stuff there from Sarah. And I know this is confidence and stepping out of your comfort zone is something that people want to know about then we had Hayley Hayley Hilton Hayley's a canine massage lady um she is I wanted to speak to Hayley because she's just like she's just such a ball of energy and brilliance um and 
with Hayley, she does things differently. Like she's got a canine massage business that she's grown from going to networking events. And again, it's like totally different to what, you know, what you'd think you would take to a networking event. You wouldn't think you'd go to BNI and talk about massaging dogs, would you? But Hayley's done that and she's done really, you know, she's done a really brilliant job of it. So that was for people who, you know, I listen to people who say, you know, they're fed up of being online, they're sick of Zoom, they want to be out there meeting people. And I knew Hayley would bring something valuable from that perspective. And then finally, with Jane, Jane Arden from Wagga Buffins. Uh, Jane is somebody who I haven't worked with closely and actually who I've never spoken to before, apart from, like, I've never actually had a chat with her. It's a bit, it's really different because normally I, I, I speak to people on the podcast who are either an expert in their field or, you know, um, people who I've worked with quite closely because I need to know quite a lot about them before I can interview them. Do you know what I mean? But with Jane, I'd followed her on social media um, and she was somebody who's, you know, she, she, she's just a fascinating lady, but she posted um, something about running a pet business that makes you happy. Now I've seen loads of her posts and loads of them have resonated, but this one, it was just like, oh my gosh, I've got to speak to this lady. She has been through a lot. She has had a breakdown. She's recovered from cancer. Um, she's had things happen you know with a partner and a family that have been really really tough and she wrote this amazingly I uh, just a post that just really kind of stopped the scroll about you know do you really have to have you know do you really have to have a great big all singing or dancing squillion dollar pet business or can you have one that makes you happy take the pressure off and you know gives you the time to enjoy with your family and your dogs and all of that kind of thing um, and she articulated it really well so that's why I wanted to speak to Jane because I know we all feel the pressure, don't we? And hers, her insights were all about taking that pressure off. There's a conversation going on in my Facebook group at the moment because Jane shares something about you know get good at get good at dog training and then get better at it. And actually, how the difference between getting good at what you do and then getting better um, that will help you be that will help you be a really brilliant dog trainer. Um, but then we also have this: do I get better at what I do, or do I get better at marketing? And it was a really interesting discussion that I had with Jane, and that's continuing in the Facebook group now because, again, we're all being told, "Oh, we've got to be brilliant at this. We've got to do TikToks. We've got to be be brilliant at all this marketing stuff." And sometimes, like people will, people will, will put more time and effort into learning about marketing than learning, you know getting good at what they do that's that was the point that she made I think it's a really important one and it's actually really made me think about coaching and what I am doing I have been doing this year anyway um I you know I'm regularly um doing CPD for my coaching uh, but I want to get better as a coach so anyway that's a that's another a, a story for another day but all my guests with the exception of Jane are people I know and respect I know that they'll give you something valuable um and like I say Jane posted something um that I knew would really resonate, which is why I got her on here. Um, they all fit into the whole doing things your way thing, um, which is why I had them. And then the episodes around that are episodes that I put together from conversations that I've had and from what I feel people will find useful. And yeah, going back to you know how I choose people, um, I either choose people who I know and work with, people I know have got something really valuable to share, or um, you know established experts that's how I choose people um, when it comes to the podcast and I think you'll probably find the same with most podcast hosts so if you're thinking of pitching to podcasts then um, that's something that I think you'll find valuable so I'm going to wrap things up and just say it is okay to press pause um, in whatever it is that you do I'm stopping the podcast I have a little bit of a pause um, I stopped it for a couple of months back earlier this year when I lost my uncle um, because I I just could not keep going then I have you know I was 
nursing, not nursing, I was by his side uh, when he was very poorly. Obviously, we lost him. Uh, then uh, we were organising the funeral. and I just, I could not keep going. Um, but yeah, do take, do press pause if you need to, um, because everything will be there when you come back. Everything will be there waiting for you. The world will not stop spinning. And also, I wanted to talk about, final thing, about taking a mini pause. So, you know, um, this came up in the session that I had with Claire, the coaching lady. You know, if you're ruminating about something, like, I don't know, you've read something on social media that's really done your head in, or, you know, you're just stuck, you're ruminating about something, you're going down that bit of a downward spiral and feeling worse and worse and worse and getting you basically getting your knickers or your pants or whatever in a rattle twist about something. Um, we were talking in this session about just the benefits of, and this is a proper mini pause, just getting outside and going for a walk taking your thoughts for a walk so whatever it is that's troubling you that you're ruminating over take it take your thoughts for a walk and that will help you move forward like literally as you're physically moving forward you will move forward through your thoughts or through the challenge that you have so I'm all for taking a mini pause as well I used to do this when I was a journalist so I still am a journalist but you know I used to do it a lot when I was doing a lot of journalism I'd had like sometimes I would have interviewed somebody or be writing an article and I'd be like oh I've got all these notes. I've kind of written up the bare bones of what I need to say, but I just can't, I can't, I can't articulate what I want to say. I can't, I just can't write. And if you're a journalist, you have to write. You can't just say, oh, I'll do it next week or whatever. If you've got a deadline, you've, you've got to go and get the writing done. So I would go for a walk or go for a run. And as I was running or walking, I'd have, I'd come back and I would have the story written. I'd just write it in my head. And just by going and taking that pause and getting outside, it would help me move forward. So I'm all about taking your thoughts for a walk, moving forward if you are ruminating over something. And there is a bit of science in this as well. Um, Our brain, now I will put a link to a more detailed article about this in the show notes, but forgive me if I get some of this wrong because I'm not a scientist, but this is what I learned, right? Our brain, we have different types of waves inside of our brains, right? We have beta waves and these are the kind of waves that you will have when you're doing something task orientated. And also beta waves, um, you know, they're the kind of waves that you're going to have going on in your brain when you are stressed. So let's say, for example, let's use my story writing example. I'm trying to write a story, but I can't. And I'm sitting at my desk and I'm forcing myself to write and it's really hard. Um, and I'm in that environment. I'm in my office. I'm stressed. I know I've got to write this story. That It's the beta waves that are going through my brain. However, um, which are linked to you know, the task orientated and the to do with stress. However, when we get outside and when we're in nature, our brain changes and we experience alpha waves. And these are linked with feeling more peaceful, linked with improved well-being. And when we are outside and these alpha waves are running through our brains, that releases our creativity. So just like that example where I said, I wouldn't be able to write a story, but then I'd go for a walk or a run and then I'd have it all, it would all come out of my head, the creativity would be released. That's how it works. So if you do need to, you know, if you are ruminating or if something is challenging or something is hard, take yourself for a mini break, take yourself for a mini pause. Um, just go and take that pause, get out of your own head, get outside, and I bet you any money it will be easier when you come when you come back. Let me know if you try it and let me know if it works. You can find me on social media at Rachel Spencer UK on all platforms, and you can come and chat to me in my Facebook group as well, the Your Pet Business Content, Your Way Community, and I'll pop the link for that in the show notes. 
So I'm going to stop talking now. I have been talking for much longer than I thought I would. It's nearly half an hour, but I hope you found this podcast helpful and I hope it's encouraged you to realise that it is okay to press pause. Um, In this podcast, I've talked quite a lot about coaching. If you would like to chat about working together um, and working with me as a coach or mentor, then just send me a direct message um, on social media or send me an email. I'm rachel at publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk. I'd love to chat to you about that. And while I am pausing the podcast, um, if you did want to um, kind of keep in touch, obviously find me on social media, but if you want to keep in touch and chat to me like on a regular basis, I do have my Pets Get Visible membership. We have... We have um, a forward planning call every month. We have two coaching calls every month where you get to come along and get support for your individual questions or challenges. And we also have three co-working calls a month. So if you want to keep in touch and you want to work together, you can come and join my Pets Get Visible membership and come and hang out with me and loads of other brilliant pet businesses as well. So I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to say a big thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the first season of the Your Pet Business Content Your Way podcast. I can't wait to come back with season two. I've got some brilliant stuff lined up for you. Huge thank you for supporting the show. Enjoy the rest of October. I will be back in November and I will look forward to seeing you then. Thanks once more for supporting me and I hope you have a brilliant rest of the week. Take care. Bye for now. Bye.